time to talk politics. It's Hardline on WBEN. Now, WBEN's David Bellavia. Well, happy Sunday. It is Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, Dr. Jacob Nyheisel, normally here with me, associate professor uh, from the University of Buffalo. School of Political Science is not here. And the reason for that is that last week, he welcomed a beautiful baby girl into the world. And so mother, daughter, and father are all resting comfortably. Ada Elizabeth is uh, now an official New York State resident and registered independent already, which I found uh, very, very important. No, we, uh, we wish um, uh, the whole family, the Nihazel family, the best. Uh, just, you know, obviously the guy has got a lot going on with a brand new baby. You know, congratulations uh, to Dr. Nyheisel and the uh, entire family on uh, welcoming a beautiful baby girl into the world. So uh, hopefully uh, he'll be back next week or, maybe, you know, what, what, I'm not going to put a time limit on that, right? It's a modern world where men are now taking more and more time to, you know, acclimate themselves. And I think it's a, a great thing, you know, in the old days, nobody gave men any time off. If your wife or your significant other had a baby, guess what, dad? You're back to work on Monday. You know, no respect. That's all changed. It's all changed. Uh, you know, did you have anything for that, Joe Beamer? No. <laughs> I thought I was going to get a comment on well, that. I'm, yeah, I'm not there yet. So, All right. So we have got a uh, just a chock full day today. We're going to talk New York State politics. In particular, we're going to talk about GOP New York State politics. Now, in case you've been living under a rock or in a rock, one of the two things. But if, if you uh, have been in New York State and you're like, wait, the Assembly, well, even under Shelley Silver, that thing was a Democratic lock, the New York State Assembly. It's been a very long time. Recent memory, you got to go back uh, almost, what, 30, 40 years to see when Republicans actually had a say in the New York State Assembly. But the Senate was always in play. And until recently, there were some deals that were made on the side where Democrats became Republicans. And it was always a weird, awkward feeling where you didn't truly have conservative Republicans in the New York State Senate. But it was under Republican you can argue in name only, but it was a Republican-held New York State Senate. Now that is in firmly in the Democratic hands. Uh, the state has not seen a, a GOP governor uh, since George Pataki. And that was, you know, if you really look at that year, it's one of the, I think, one of the most fascinating elections to look at. 1994, you had the Republican Revolution. You had state houses that were flipping. It all really started in the early 90s. And you started to, to see a wave building up uh, the Clinton administration. It was a really a, a recall vote for the first two years, uh, really the first year of the uh, Clinton administration. But it affected New York State congressional races. It affected the governor's race. Mario Cuomo came in there. Uh, it was the year that Schumer won. Uh, and even Schumer's margin of victory, not what you would see today as the state has gone dark, dark blue. Well, if you're a listener to Bowerly and Bellavia Monday through Friday, 3 to 7, you would have heard uh, just brilliant political analysis. And you would have heard my voice as well. But uh, no, you, we, we talked about this in depth. And 
One of the things that I stated uh, first, right off the bat, especially when we started to see this very far left agenda from Governor Andrew Cuomo, was what is going to be done about this? What is the GOP response statewide to what the uh, the governor and the assembly and the Senate are doing? Well, listen. I don't blame the Democrats. This is not, uh, well, we have to just, you know, the, if you're a Republican, it's the Democrats' fault. This is all solely on the shoulders of the GOP in New York State. As, you know, Andrew Cuomo is only going to go as far as he's allowed to go. And if his base wants abortion in the ninth month, abortion in the tenth month, if they want to make felons voters, if they want to uh, reduce sentences and criminalities of what, that's their prerogative. That's their mandate. That's what their voters want. And if their voters are unhappy, they're they're going to primary their opponents. You saw AOC do that in a uh, in a congressional race. The Democrats are handling their business. That's what Democrats do. And whether their base is going to go far left or in the middle, it's the Democrats' world to make that decision. If you're a Republican, if you're right of center, if you're a conservative, if you're an independent who who votes Republican, you look at your GOP party in New York State and say, where the hell are you? And where have you been? You know, one of the biggest crimes I think any a political chairman can have in any party is not contesting races that are winnable. Now, there's, you know, when you look at uh, the, the U.S. Senate in New York State, yeah, you're going to throw someone out there. You're not going to let a U.S. senator go unopposed. But by and large, you know that there is a, a huge handicap with the amount of registered uh, d- Democrats in the state of New York and how New York City votes. These are tough elections to win. But we're talking congressional races, assembly races, New York State Senate races where you're not recruiting candidates. Moreover, the GOP, they're not raising money. If you look at uh, Chairman Cox in the GOP in New York State, he's got five, six donors they give every single year. You follow the reports. It's not, you know, you don't, you don't need uh, some secret you know, handshake to find this information out. It's all open sourced. It's all on the Internet. It's the same names every single time. Hey, Mr. Palladino, well, we'd love you to help out this candidate over here. Hey, uh, another phone call downstate. There's only so many donors giving money to the GOP. Why? Because small donors, people that are working out there every single day, why would you give money to a candidate that you know is going to get frog-thumped? There's no point to it. There's absolutely no point to invest in candidates that are going to be led to slaughter because there's no direction and there's no identity in the New York State GOP. It is a cancerous, dying, there is not a two-party system in New York State. I would make the argument that the working, the conservative party is actually has more uh, control and sway right now than the statewide GOP. And again, that just shows you how absolutely pathetic the GOP has been in New York State. Well, this, uh, this weekend, there was an announcement made. And finally, there is someone that is willing to take the reins at the state level of the GOP. And it's someone that Erie County residents, especially Republicans, know very well. My name is Nick Langworthy, and for the past nine years, I've served as chairman of the Erie County Republican Party. I was the youngest person of any party to be elected county chairman in our community's history at the age of 29. In Erie County, Democrats outnumber Republicans two to one. 
Despite those tall odds, the GOP has won eight out of our last 10 countywide elections. 2018 was a difficult year across New York. Again, we lost all our statewide elections. We lost seats in Congress, and we lost our critical majority in the state Senate. Sadly, defeat has become a habit for New York Republicans. In a few short months, we've already seen the devastating policies that total Democrat control under Andrew Cuomo has inflicted on this state. Higher taxes, tolls, and fees, chasing away transformational economic opportunities, and enacting radical socialist plans that are already driving our citizens to other states. We owe New York taxpayers two-party government and a Republican party that can elect candidates that always put the taxpayers first. Common sense must make a comeback in this state, and that's exactly why we must rebuild, retool, and revitalize the Republican Party in the state of New York. And that's why I'm proud to announce that I'm running for chairman of the New York Republican State Committee. There it is right there. Nick Langworthy throwing his hat in the ring saying, hey, I want to be the new chairman of the, the GOP in New York State. Listen, uh, I don't. There has to be a blood transfusion at the GOP in New York State, number one. Number two, there is no identity and no plan with the current leadership of New York State GOP. I don't know what the what, – I mean, you, you saw uh, – what was the response of the New York State Republican Party when Amazon led uh, left Queens uh, not even a few months ago? This You heard elected officials. You heard other folks get out there and, you know, from their own spokesman, their own communica- their own uh, communications department, put out their own, you know, th- this is what we feel is happening. But again, no one is able to take any advantage because, as I said, the GOP in New York State is dead. It is gone. There is no, I mean, you've got Erie County doing their thing. You've got some, some counties downstate. The rural counties in western New York, they're strong, they're thriving. Orleans, Genesee, the Glow Counties, Livingston, Wyoming, uh, Ontario County, Monroe County, everything that appears to be west of Albany has a functioning GOP. But when it comes to state organization, state leadership, where are the female Republican candidates? Has, where are they? That no one is recruiting them. There is no bench for these assembly seats. We, every time a congressional opportunity comes up, we look at the, the New York State Senate. We look at the assembly. There is no bench at all being developed. Moreover, we don't have donors. We don't have an organization where people feel you can't look at a Republican donor in New York State right now and say, please give us $1,000 of your overtaxed income. Where everywhere you go, if you're a small business person, you're an enemy of the state of New York. If you're able to scratch away any amount of money that's not going to your kids' student loans or your mortgage or your increased taxes, that extra money you're asking to give to a candidate. You cannot get this as a tax write-off. You're not going to be able to deduct it. You're going to give this money away for the betterment of the uh, society and the community you live in. You're going to trust the New York State GOP. Under Ed Cox, are, are you? I wouldn't. Not a chance in hell. This is a. It's is it corrupted? You, we can ask that question. But the quest. But the reality is, it's broken and it's dead. Nick Langworthy is over here in a two to one uh, county, Democrat registration to Republican registration. He's won eight of ten countywide races, and guess what? He's saying he wants the job. Who else wants the job? Who else is willing to get into the fight? To me, 
I don't see this as a, oh, this is fascinating. I see this as I don't think anyone else is, uh, th- there's nobody else that has a vision for a future in New York State. Nick Langworthy is the only guy, and quite frankly, uh, there's not a lot of competition out there. It's going to be, who is this guy from Erie County thinking he can run the entire state? I'm saying, are you? this should have happened five years ago. This should have happened six years ago. We are feeling the results as Republicans of a party that has absolutely rolled over and showed its belly. Democrats dominate control, and there is no threat on the horizon for anyone to take a swing at a New York state governor, at a comptroller race statewide, at the state attorney general. They're going after the NRA now, and there is nobody on the horizon. There are no African-American GOP candidates. There are no female candidates out there. There is no bench. Nobody is raising this party, looking towards the future. We're looking at the present. It seems dark. Over the horizon, it's even darker. Nick Langworthy wants to be the new state party chair of the GOP. I say bring it on. We're going to hear from Nick Langworthy at 1030. We'll take your calls if on the Republican line, 803-0930. And the Democrat line is 644-9875. Hey, uh, if you're a Democrat, I want to hear from you. If you're a Republican, what do you think of the current state? of the? Is this a two-party state? I don't think it is. It's a one-party state, and it's, a, it's been a one-party state for a very long time, but I'm telling you there is no threat. The only threat to the Democratic Party statewide is the conservative party. And I, I'm sorry, but there is uh, there's just way there's, – there's no direction, there's no vision, and honestly, there's no hope. And the, the young blood coming in, our own Erie County GOP coming in at the state level – I say it, it can't happen soon enough. We need something. We're not seriously threatening threatening as a GOP uh, Republican. Nobody is threatening this governor. Nobody is threatening any. The Assembly? Are you kidding me? The Senate? Nobody's, who's who's going to take back the Senate? What's the plan to take back the Senate? There isn't. There isn't one. We, we're focusing on our congressional districts. And by the way, we're going to lose them because the population is dwindling. The census is coming out. And look at New York 27. That R plus 11, it's about to become R plus 2. You're going to shave into everyone else's district. This is the plan. This is happening. It's a slow-moving freight train. We see it coming right now. Langworthy wants in. What do you think? We're going to hear from him at 1030. We're going to take a break. Take your calls. Republican line, 803-0930. Democratic line, 644-9875. What do you think of Nick Langworthy taking over the GOP? And honestly, is this? are we in a two-party system in New York? Uh, we'll hear more from the video than we'll hear from the man himself at 1030. It's Hardline. Ours is a party sorely in need of new passion, new energy, and a new generation of leadership. I will bring all of this as your next Republican state chairman. We will recruit more female candidates for public office and increase our outreach to young people and voters in places that have not supported Republican candidates in the past. We will rebuild this party brick by brick, block by block, and voter by voter. We will restore the confidence of our grassroots activists. We will return a winning culture to the Republican Party and for the first time in a generation, really tackle voter registration in our state. I mean, my goodness gracious, if he delivers on 30% of those promises, we're in a much better spot than Republicans are currently. But I mean, look, you look at the Democrat. If you're a Democrat in New York State, you are sleeping soundly. You are not worried about a a single thing statewide. 
in Erie County, you got two to one registration. You still managed to have uh, a Chris Collins as a county executive. Uh, when you look at the uh, uh, the obviously the congressional districts go the way they go, but with the census coming up, losing population, you're going to lose one seat. Whether and then the redistricting and how that shuffles. Uh, if you don't think for a second that these judges are going to target these R plus 11 districts. Of course they are. Of course they're going at that's the, You'd be committing professional malpractice if you did not. Do you think in red states they care? If there is a D plus 8 district in an all red state, does anyone, any judge, any Republican that rep- – what do you think they're doing to the Democrats over there? That's, what, that's, what, that's, that's the whole point – of politics. That's what they do. Your side has the numbers. You go after the other ideological uh, opponent and you and you make it so that you stay blue forever. Well, you have decided to live in this state because your family raised you here. Maybe you don't have enough money to get out. Maybe uh, you just love it here and you have no reason to get out. But the politics annoy you. The tax the taxes are too much. What are your options? Well, don't blame Andrew Cuomo. Don't blame the Democratic Party. You've got to blame the Republican Party. If you are disgusted by what's happening in New York State, you don't blame the opposition. They're going to take what they can take. They go to the path of least resistance. There is no resistance in the GOP in New York State. County level, that's all you got is your backyard. When you look at the state, the assembly, the Senate, and you look at the governor's mansion, It is going to be blue for a very long time. What do Republicans have to do? Well, you do what the Buffalo Sabres did. You clean house and you fire leadership. Nick Langworthy, after this break with news with Alan Harris. Nick Langworthy will be here live talking about just that. We'll take your calls. Republican line 803-0930. Democrat line 644-9875. We'll be back uh, after this. It's Hardline. Common sense must make a comeback in this state, and that's exactly why we must rebuild, retool, and revitalize the Republican Party in the state of New York. And that's why I'm proud to announce that I'm running for chairman of the New York Republican State Committee. Ours is a party sorely in need of new passion, new energy, and a new generation of leadership. Amen to that. Joining us on the hotline is the man himself, Erie County uh, Chairman of the GOP, Nick Langworthy. Thank you for taking time uh, today, Nick. Oh, thank you, David. Now, listen, the text board is blowing up. It's a Sunday. We're doing hardline. It's politics. Normally, you know, we get, uh, you know, normal banter back and forth. But this really seems to have fired up a lot of people. And I've been hearing it all weekend. Is this real? Uh, you know, is this just a, a ploy? Is Does this have a chance of actually happening? No, it's real and it's happening. And, and everyone's saying, what took you so long? What about this year was the final straw that said something has to change at New York State and Nick Langworthy's got to do it? Well, I, I'll be honest. I mean, you know, there's been a lot of us that have been unhappy for a long time. I mean, we've seen uh, a party that uh, doesn't really address upstate uh, concerns. Uh, we see time after time we put up candidates, good candidates. I mean, Mark Molinaro, I think once in a generation talent, but the party wasn't ready to meet the moment. I mean, we wonder why we nominated a candidate in April, and he doesn't have $10 million in the bank in, at the July filing. Well, obviously, we're, we're not doing the legwork at the times we need to. I mean, you look at other states and competitive 
uh, regions of the country that have, you know, uh, Republican victories. And, and these candidates are running two years in advance. I mean, the party has been ill-equipped to handle its mission, which is to elect Republicans statewide. So, you know, as a, I, I've obviously toyed with this in the past, but, um, you know, I, I, I've always tested the appetite of the organization, and I didn't sense a willingness to change. Uh, this comes at a great sacrifice to, you know, my family uh, and, and what we've done here. But the mission is that important, and and we need to fix this Republican Party if we're ever going to have a chance uh, to, to have upstate, you know, at the forefront again. Well, you know, the, the two things that you want in a state party chairman is, uh, at the very least, that they openly support the president of the United States that represents your party. I mean, that's a that's a helpful tool to have when you're, you know, when, when the sitting president of the United States represents the, the Republican Party and you align yourself at the state level with people that at least support the president. You don't seem to see a whole lot of support uh, coming from Ed Cox currently for this administration or the policies of this administration. But moreover, if you're going to talk to millionaires in, in New York state that lean right of center, I wouldn't invest in the New York State GOP. Uh, the assembly is evidently that's the holy grail that will never never attain. But there's no plan to take the Senate. There's certainly no plan to uh, to confront this governor, you know, in an election. But moreover, how many vacant seats across the state did Ed Cox just basically give up on? Uh, don't even run a, a state Senate candidate here or find a candidate with two months, uh, f- three weeks in, in downstate in some cases when it came to petitions. It just doesn't seem organized. There's no plan. And moreover, I don't think there's anyone that really trusts the New York State GOP. GOP to invest money into? Well, you have your track record. And, you know, people asked me when I was 29 years old and I went to run for chairman of the Erie County Republican Media, well, how are you going to do this? And I believed in myself and my ability to go and put the legwork in, raising funds, to building an organization. And we did that. And it started with organizational culture, you know, injecting some passion and some energy and some new ideas in some work ethic into this. As I've traveled across uh, the state, I've been to every region of the state at this point um, in in the last several months, you're hearing the same themes. Now, you know, Republicans can be a little different. You know, there's some that are a little more right-wing than others, maybe some uh, that are a little more moderate, but they all want a party that goes out and fights. Uh, You know, they support our president, Donald Trump, and they want a party that isn't afraid to. And that's why I made sure to put in our video uh, announcement that, you know, our president deserves the support uh, of his home state in a big way in this next election in 2020. I mean, we may be flyover country in terms of that, but, you know, we have voters here in New York that need to see a party that supports the president of the United States uh, in the good work that he's doing. And we need to be vocal about it, not hide from it. And I, I think, unfortunately, there's too many people that are intimidated to take on tough positions. Well, let's talk about your track record. Uh, you talk about eight of 10 uh, elections uh, that you've won in the county, but let's look at that county. That's two to one. You're up against a two to one ratio with more Dems to Republicans. So right from the very beginning, you're at a distinct disadvantage, the same disadvantage you'd be at uh, across the state. But you've been you've managed to uh, pull eight of 10 uh, of 
you know, victories out. But let's look at those years that you lost. Those were statewide bloodlettings across the board for Republicans. It wasn't like Erie County, you know, was uh, just this weird anomaly happened in Erie County. If you look at Erie County's numbers compared to any other uh, GOP chairman, there really isn't a lot of comparison. You've been holding down the fort for a very long time in hostile country, and you've done it consistently. You raise money, but more importantly, you're talking about different types of candidates, female candidates, building uh, new uh, small donor networks, and getting out there and finding that bench. There is no GOP bench in New York State. Nick Langworthy, you're talking about building one. We have to build one. And, and uh, you know, one of the priorities when I became county chairman was to invest in our towns and to see where we could grow our our bench. I mean, find that next batch of candidates. Because, you know, when you're looking at county legislature, you reach down to the town boards and the village trustees. Uh, you know, you're always looking for people to get involved and fly the banner uh, of our party. And, and we have to have and highlight local elected officials. All politics is local. I mean, if we're going to pave the way to win in a statewide election, it means we've got to go win a whole bunch of local elections and strengthen that Republican court. There are some great, strong Republican areas in this state. There are some places that win like Erie County, despite the fact they're at a disadvantage, maybe not the extreme disadvantage we are here, down 140,000 votes in enrollment. But, you know, those areas have candidates, and, and we have to – there's other areas that – could be doing better and we need to help have a 62 county strategy to invest in infrastructure of our counties uh in in our organization so that we have you know one we regain the trust of the grassroots activists that want to be part of something greater than themselves uh but they don't see an nygop right now that's worth their you know their heart and in their personal time and their attention uh, I, I think we can do this. We can accomplish this, but it starts with leadership. It starts with messaging. It starts with someone that's willing to go on and take on the tough fights, and I've done that here. Well, I want to get more into the process of how this happens. If people want to support Nick Langworthy uh, for uh, the state GOP, how do they do that? Well, I mean, first and foremost, this is uh, the, the way this works is it's an election of state committee members uh, of the state. There's roughly 450 um, each assembly district within each county as one male and one female by the rules and uh, bylaws of our party. Uh, those people, it probably the second week of July, will come together, uh, likely in Albany, as long as you can try to uh, schedule this for uh, the middle of Manhattan and to make it difficult, you know, for for my people to get there. Um, they will meet the second week of July to cast a vote for state chairman. And um, that is called the official reorganization meeting of our party, which has got to be held within 15 days of the new primary date of uh, June 25th. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, Nick, uh, stay with us uh, to the to the next break. Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Nick Langworthy, the Erie County GOP, wants to become the uh, chairman of the state GOP party. And according to the phones and the text boards, people are saying, uh, finally, uh, this is new blood. It's Erie County blood. And look at the track record in Erie County. Uh, if you can do this in a two-to-one, uh, can you do this across the state? And by the way, if we don't have Nick Langworthy take over the state, 
What do we have to look forward to? What has Ed Cox actually done? And is there any strategy? Is there any plan for the future? Or are we going to have more plastic bag bans for the rest of our lives? We'll have more with Erie County GOP Chairman Nick Langworthy right after this. It's Hardline. Welcome back to Hardline. We've got Nick Langworthy, Erie County GOP chair, uh, looking to uh, take over a New York State GOP that, quite frankly, is, I, I would say, dead on arrival right now. No, no plan, no vitality. Uh, but more importantly, what is the future? If you're a New York State resident, if you're a Republican, what are you looking at? Nick, uh, there's uh, 450, it looks like every representative of the assembly they're all going to get together when is this vote should be the second week of july uh, by the calculations we have i mean it could be a little earlier but uh you know with a holiday in there that's that's probably the best time that party would schedule it but it's it's completely up to the uh incumbent to schedule the meeting so you're traveling around the state of new york uh, you're no stranger to your uh uh, you, the rest of the colleagues in the GOP, you've worked at this position now for, what, almost 10 years. Uh, you've been uh, at Erie County GOP. You know all these people. What's the support been like across the uh, state? It, it's really been incredible. Uh, people are very receptive to a message of change. You know, there's, there's always going to be a few people that are, are very loyal to, to the incumbent, just uh, resistant to change. People, you know, want... Um, you know, the, the incumbent to be able to decide, you know, when his time is to leave. But, you know, we, we talked about this two years ago, and, and, and Ed Cox had uh, uh, basically asked me um, to stand. You know, everyone thought he was going to leave. And then asked me to stand down because he wanted one more shot to go out a winner in a governor's race. Um, I, I sensed uh, that he uh, had at least enough support to stay, so I stood down. And, uh, and and did not run, you know, two years ago. And, and our arrangement was that, you know, he would step out of the way and be supportive, uh, you know, to my leadership going forward. But there was total amnesia to that at the beginning of this year. And um, I, I said, well, I, there's nothing, you know, that you can tell me to get me out of this race at this point because this party, if we don't change something, we might as well just go by a tombstone. Exactly. Well put. Nick Langworthy, uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, John in Rochester, you're on with Erie County GOP Chair Nick Langworthy. He is uh, uh, attempting to uh, take over New York State and and bring the GOP some vision and some leadership going forward. What do you think about that, John? Hey, Dave, I I think it's it's great. Nick, uh, I got to tell you, I, I think there's a lot of people out there like me. I'm a former Democrat. And I got fed up with the Democrats. And I really look at the Republican Party as our last hope, not only statewide, but also nationally. And uh, the thing that I don't blame the GOP as much as I do the, the media, and I know I've talked about this before on Dave's show, but it's the media that bothers me so much. Uh, take a look at the Buffalo News as an example. Uh, I, although I have to say that the local reporters are pretty – fair compared to uh, Democrat and Chronicle, but it's, they use New York Times and the Washington Post as their national, and Jerry Zoremski, I think, is a very biased uh, reporter. Now, I'll give you an example. Uh, when Chris Collins was facing polling cards for county executive, I'll never forget this. 
I think it was two days before the election, the Buffalo News puts on the front page a disparaging article about Chris Collins quoting Danny Neveris Jr., who uh, had some kind of uh, uh, government job. Right. He wasn't happy the way uh, Chris Collins treated him. He, that crybaby uh, who lives off the... Uh, right, he was emergency manager. There was a, a back and forth going on. But, but John, I, I just want to get some other callers. I, I appreciate your time. Uh, uh, as far as, uh, Nick, as far as dealing with the media, I mean, you know, this isn't your first rodeo. You know who's going to support you, who isn't going to support you. But I, I think to, to extrapolate on John's question, how do you get that message out? Because you're not only speaking to a base of Republican voters and supporters, but you're also trying to sort of neutralize the other side who's amplified with their own media arm. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that you know, people in this community know that I'm not someone that shies away from, you know, either taking the arrows or shooting the arrows. I mean, if it's about defending my candidates, I'll be the first one in line and, and standing, on, uh, standing up for our candidates, but also out there, you know, calling people out, um, you know, on the other side for their hypocrisy. And, you know, we've certainly done that a ton here with this county executive, Mark Polencars, and his liberal nonsense, but, you know, also the governor. I mean, I've been probably the most local county chair against Andrew Cuomo that there's been, uh, even at times when our, you know, a lot of our Republicans were out there putting him on their palm cards. Um, you know, is um, it's it's about being tough enough for the job, and you know, the reason I think I'm uniquely qualified for it. I've already had to do this job just on a smaller level. I mean, Erie County is the size of some states. Uh, where you know we run a full-time year-round you know headquarters and staff. We you know I'm the chief spokesman for the party. I've had to raise the money. I've done the things, recruited the candidates, executed the campaigns. I've done the job. Uh, it's just about taking it to the next level and increasing the size of the geography. The challenge is much greater, but it's nothing that I'm intimidated by. Well, you know, even I believe you're going to be successful in this ultimately. But in the event that that this doesn't work out. I think this sends a message in in of itself right now that there are very uh, the vast majority of Republicans in New York State are 100 percent unsatisfied with the job that their state leadership is doing. I mean, if you were if you had your if you had your party in line and in control, there would never be a Nick Langworthy coming from Erie, and he certainly wouldn't have support from all the other county chairmen across the state. I mean, the idea that you're even contemplating this is, to me, a microcosm of just the ineffectiveness of leadership at the state level. Well, I mean, this is the first time someone has stood up and declared a public candidacy against Ed Cox in the 10 years he served. He is the longest-serving chairman of any uh, in the country in the Republican Party right now. I mean, this is a job people don't typically keep a decade. It, the average 10 years, three to four years on state chairman, I mean, it, it, it cycles through pretty quick because it's a tough job and, and, and people do it. But, you know, we, we keep doing the same things over and over and over again in the state. We expect different results. I mean, uh, you know, I think that the, the thing I came forward with was since he got elected state chairman, the Cleveland Browns have fired seven head coaches. <laughs> well done. <laughs> That's a lot of coaches. Yeah. I And I... I I dare not decide how many Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I was going to say, let's just keep it at Cleveland. Keep the Cleveland joke. 
But, you know, I'm really not trying to dwell on the last 10 years. I want to talk about the next five. How do we get this party in shape to do what our mission is, which is to elect a governor of the state in 2022? Is it Andrew Cuomo running for a fourth term? Is Tish James trying to if Andrew walks away? Is Tish James trying to become governor? Kathy Hochul? Any of these people? Uh, you know, this party needs to be prepared to meet that moment. You know, we exist to win elections. We don't exist to, you know, be a silver medalist in every single election we're in. And that is, it's infuriating that we, you know, we go year in and year out to these functions. Um, nominate candidates, some good, not, not, some not so good. Uh, you know, the balloons drop, we clap, we cheer, and then we all go to the, you know, the, the parties afterwards and everyone whispers on how bad this guy's going to get beat. It's not the way a party should function. We have 62 county organizations, and they're really run like independent fiefdoms. And some are very good, and some, you know, could could really, you know, use some support. We need to make those 62 organizations into one cohesive, united, and strong statewide Republican Party that's been sorely lacking for over a decade. Well, a lot of people want to continue to talk to Nick Langworthy. Uh, we're going to keep him on for one more segment, and we're going to take your calls. Republican line is 803-0930. Democrat line is 644-9875. We're going to get to both sides after this. We're going to take a break. More with Nick Langworthy, GOP state chairman. That's what he's trying to do. He's Erie County GOP chairman trying to take over and, and bring a new vision, new vitality, hope. Hope and change in the GOP in New York State. Uh, We'll have more with Nick right after this.